You're listening to The Business Marketing Show, special episode on mobile-friendly websites. You can find us at businessmarketingshow.com or on iTunes. Hi, this is Ed K. Smith, and you're listening to The Business Marketing Show, and I'm here with my co-host, Brendan Tully from The Search Engine Shop, and today we're going to be talking about mobile-friendly websites, and in particular, the message that most people are getting at the moment in regards to having their site friendly through through Google and uh, getting warnings from webmaster tools if they're connected to that saying that their site needs to be upgraded, otherwise they'll get penalised in the search engines. So, hi Brendan, how are you mate? Good mate, how about yourself? Very good, very good indeed. Other than getting lots of messages from Google <laughs> telling them me that my websites are all going to be <laughs> disappearing into the, the ether unless they all get uh, upgraded properly to mobile friendly. Yeah, I think it's a pretty scary message. I think the email says fix usability issues or something along those lines. It sounds pretty yeah. uh, dramatic. Yes, it does. I, I think I've got one this morning that uh, said something to that degree. So just got to keep people happy, including <laughs> Google. So let's so we have an episode about mobile websites. So um, we'll link to that in the show notes. But I guess we're calling this are we calling this a special episode? We'll call um, this a special episode because we're episode. special and Google's <laughs> special. Well, yeah, I, I don't know if you are, but I'm getting a lot of emails from clients asking what this is about, and uh, I think the mainstream media has also uh, jumped on the bandwagon, and it's all gloom and doom, and it's the end of the world. Because um, I think there's a, the, the news is this update's rolling out and I think it's April 21st. I don't know why I have that date in my head, but it's in April. Um, yeah, something like that. So, yeah, it's probably good that we have a chat about it and explain what it means and give the listeners some options or explain the, the options they have when they get one of those messages and, and what to do about it, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. I just found the one uh, from Google that came through this morning. It says, Fix mobile usability issues found on whatever the website is. Um, and it says problematic pages and different things. So, but anyway, we'll, we'll give some links in the show notes uh, where people can go and check to see if this site is mobile friendly or not. Yep, yep. So, um, to explain what this is about. We should. You yeah. should, Brendan. So, okay. <laughs> I guess the background is that. More people are using mobile devices like smartphones to to browse the web and look things up. I think the stat is something like 40% of all website users are on a mobile device now or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. So I guess Google's real aim here is to make sure that websites are mobile friendly. So what this update will do if your site isn't mobile friendly now in the... So we have... I can't remember what episode number it is. I think it's episode 6. Um, we talk about uh, mobile websites and basically the difference between uh, responsive and adaptive. I think it is. Um, yep. And we you know, we break that out in more detail. Actually, it's episode eleven. I'm just looking at the website now. So in episode eleven, we go into that in more detail. But in a nutshell, uh, 
if your website is mobile friendly, then the website will resize so it's very usable on a mobile device or it actually shows, which that's called a responsive website, or it actually shows a different version of the website to mobile device users. So that's called an adaptive website. So if your website doesn't uh, do one of these things, then you're going to get one of those messages from Google. So what Google okay. is saying is if, you, if your website fails this test, then it won't rank as high when Google searches are done from mobile devices. Now, the funny thing about this is that um, we've actually been seeing since November last year sites that are mobile-friendly will outrank. So the search results look completely different on a mobile device and um, sites that have a mobile-friendly version of the website will outrank sites that don't have a mobile-friendly version, um, even if it's around the other way when search from like a desktop or a laptop. So I don't know if this, uh, all this PR and stuff from Google is just really just PR and the change has already been made to their search algorithm or whether there's actually going to be major changes rolling through um, in April when they release this update. So hard to say, but I guess, I don't know what your thoughts are, but you know, bottom line is more and more searches are moving towards mobile. So for a lot of businesses, not all, it makes it's good business sense to have either a responsive website or an adaptive design. What do you think? Oh, definitely. It, it's one of those things where if you don't get this sort of stuff sorted, you, you're in trouble of losing a lot of your a lot of your clientele. Um, and different businesses get more people using mobile than others, of course. So it's always a good idea to check your. Google Analytics stats and see how much that is. Not that, that that should stop you from doing it, even if you had a smaller amount of people who are finding you on a, a smartphone. You should still do this. But um, you know, if you're getting 40 or 50 percent of your traffic uh, coming through from a smartphone and your site's not optimized to deal with that traffic, then you're going to miss out on opportunities to get customers. And if they're if they're finding it hard to use compared to your competitor's site, which is mobile friendly, then they're just going to use them. If they've got to still do all the you know pinching and squeezing and double tapping and everything's too small to read, um, you, you've pretty much lost them. Yeah, I think we've got the all things being equal rule at play here. That you know all things being equal between you and a competitor, if someone's searching on a mobile device and you have a mobile website and the competitor doesn't, it's likely that you're going to get that customer or get that lead or whatever, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. In, in our experience, that's the case. Yep. So if you get, I guess we should talk about what, uh, if you get one of these emails, what you should do, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the, t people are only going to get this email if they've got their um, Google Webmasters account connected up with this, whatever their particular website is, correct? So they're only going to get this if they're in Google Webmaster Tools. So probably the first thing they should do is go and connect themselves to Google Webmaster Tools so that they will get these <laughs> updates and will be notified by Google. <laughs> if they're not, they're not going to get them. That's true. Fair point. So that's probably the first step. I mean, they can go to the link that will give them to go and check. Uh, this is a Google developers link. So, um, but you can just go in and put your web address in this uh, link and it will tell you whether the site is mobile friendly and it will give you some indicators of what's wrong with it. Um, but by default, you should you know, you know should have Google Analytics, you should have Google Webmaster Tools. These are all free things that take five minutes to set up and connect. So um, first thing is go and connect to Google Webmaster Tools 
And uh, then they will actually give you a notification by default at whether your site is friendly or not. Yep. But once you've done that, so then the, the steps are actually going and getting that fixed. Yeah. So the the options are um, you may just be able to implement a mobile uh, plugin that creates all the things that need to be done for your mobile site. Um, that may be all you need to do, or you may need to do a complete rebuild of the site depending on what your site's set up in and what, what you're using. If you're using WordPress, it's a bit easier. Yeah. I think it also depends on the customer, right? So, because I have an email from a customer today asking about it and um, his website has a lot of pages. There's probably close to 200 pages on there. So, Ooh, yeah, it's not- yeah, so for that, I've, um, I have one of our developers looking at the code to see how easily, see how easy it is to turn that into a responsive website. So that would mean the website stays exactly the same, but the elements resize and they move around. Um, when load, mm-hmm. someone loads up on a mobile device for some of our other clients, like we do quite a bit with medical practices and they might only have 10 pages on the website. And some of those, it actually makes more sense to have an adaptive design where we have a different design, um, for a mobile device. And that also makes sense because, um, for a lot of businesses, someone searching on a mobile device has a different search intent to someone sitting in front of a PC doing some Googling. So often, um, you know, particularly if it's a GP or something, someone searching for a mobile device um, could simply be just looking to, you know, find the nearest GP, find a phone number and book it. Whereas someone searching online, doing research, you know, that's a more in-depth search and they'll stick around the website longer. It's less of a, I guess, a problem solution search where, you know, the, in the GP example, someone gets an instant fix, whereas someone doing research, that's, you know, a much longer visit and much more, I guess there's a longer browsing session as well. So I think the the search intent needs to be taken into account as well when thinking about this and making a decision. Like in some cases, depending on what your business is, you know, it might be fine to have a simple single page um, that shows up on a mobile device, whereas, you know, uh, you know, depending on what you are, it might be the whole website being responsive is a better way to go from a business perspective, I guess. Um, yeah, and that's everyone has to analyze that particular scenario for themselves and work out what's most applicable because they may be able to get away with a relatively inexpensive option to get them to where they need to be. So Google's happy with it. Their customers are going to be happy because they're seeing uh, what they need to see to make it easier to use on their mobile device. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on some of the plugins available and do, should we mention them or not? Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't even remember the plugin. There's one plugin that we used. Um, WP Touch. Uh, that's the one. So we use that one yeah. for, yeah. um, where it's more, yeah, generally we use that for more medical practices where a basic website is better, um, on the mobile device. Um, but gen- moving forward, you know, we've made the decision to make all customer websites responsive or build them on a responsive theme. So, um, yeah, from the very beginning, we're not talking about a fix here. We're talking about creating a new website. That's sort of default. That has, that box has to be ticked these days. And, Yep. Any any websites we've built over the last couple of years <clears throat> fall into that category, but ones that we've done, you know, five or six years ago, not so. So yeah, and there is extra cost to do it. So you know, it's effectively you've got to you know you're adding an extra thing into the design process. You're going to have to think about two different devices or even three different devices. I think you know for the most part the tablet things like iPad they're pretty similar to full PC. So that's a bit different to a smartphone, but. You know, you're really thinking yeah, about definitely. two different device uses. So, 
Um, and look, look. In my opinion, using something like WP Touch is a quick fix. I don't think it's the perfect solution, but it certainly um, enables people to get to a point where it's better than what they've got now. But I think long term, they have to consider just completely rebuilding. If they're in WordPress, it's, it's easy easier to go and do what they need to do. And this particular plugin is specifically designed for WordPress. So, yeah. but you know, it's it's not that simple to set up. And we we do we've done it for clients, and there's still a lot of configuration to be done. It's not just something you you install and two minutes later it's all sorted. Yeah, you still yeah. try and get it set up correctly. So, yeah, definitely not DIY. So, it's yeah, so we'll have a link to the mobile friendly checker on in the show notes, right? Um, mm-hmm. And we'll also include a link. So inside Google Analytics, you can actually see the devices people are using to browse your website. Yeah. So we'll include uh, some screenshots to that. So you can actually go into your own analytics and check that out. Because you'd probably be surprised at the, the proportion of people. And I've seen that you know across our in the last two years across all our client sites, the proportion of mobile visitors has really you know skyrocketed. Um, and I know myself, I do a lot more browsing on my mobile device than I do. On a you know, PC, um, so yeah, I think sure. uh, yeah, it's a really from a business perspective, it makes sense that this is on your agenda. Yeah, you know, even if it's in sometime in the next twelve months, but you know, if you're generating a, a large proportion of your business from the website, then it's probably something you should be addressing sooner rather than later, right? Absolutely. Well, th- these guys at WP Touch are clever. They've got a big green banner across, well, it's not big, but they've got a green banner across the top of their site saying, be ready for April 21, make your site mobile friendly with Google's recommended mobile solution. <laughs> <laughs> They're taking nice. advantage of, of that and that's a, that's a good marketing thing, I think. So. Yeah, yeah. So the other one as well that probably worth touching on briefly is site speed too, which also... Google is incorporating more and more into the algorithm and it plays into the mobile device thing too. So if your site is very slow to load, either because you have poor quality hosting or there's huge images on there, um, then that's going to be a poor mobile experience as well. And Google will penalize sites that take a long time to load. So that's probably another consideration to, to put in there at the same time that the website, we've talked about it so many times before, that the site needs to load in under five seconds. So... In particular on mobile devices where often people are on public Wi-Fi where it's slower or they're on a 3G connection, which it might be a bit more flaky. It's really important that you're on kind of rock solid coasting and the data is coming down as fast as possible because you don't want that to be the bottleneck. Someone's stuck on a mobile device in a slow connection and then your, your slow hosting is compounding that problem. Um, and I think a lot of people don't realize that you might be paying a lot of money for hosting, but it might actually be poor quality. You know, I have a lot of clients that they're paying more than a thousand bucks a month for hosting and it's rubbish quality. It's unreliable. It's going down all the time and they switch across to our business grade package and it actually is cheaper, but it's a lot faster. It's a lot more reliable. Um, and you know, things are more stable on that hosting package. So that's another consideration to throw in there as well when you're thinking about this stuff, because it does make a big difference, particularly on those mobile devices. Too true. Yep. Very good. So look, um, there's anything else we need to add? I, mean, I think that the purpose of this podcast it was is a is a short and sweet one because we just want to get the message across that people need to go and start getting this stuff sorted. Mm. Um, and they're they're happy to contact either yourself or me to find out more information or have us do an examination of the site and we can yep. 
have a look and see what's needed to be done for them. Yeah, I mean, some sites are really easy to switch over to a responsive node. Ultimately, it depends on the code that it's built on right now and the design and layout of the site too, because that can make a big difference. Um, if it's a complex design, it can be a lot harder. You know, in some cases, it might be easier to scrap it and start from scratch. So, yeah, I guess it, it's really a, it needs to be addressed on a case by case basis, right? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's all I got for this okay. episode. Short and sweet. Yep, that's fine. Well, that's that was what we were trying to get the message across for that to people just to start looking and being aware of this is happening. So uh, that'll at least get them moving the ball down the road. Cool. Thank you, Brendan. Thanks, Ed. We'll catch you next week, huh? Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode. You've been listening to The Business Marketing Show. You can find us at businessmarketingshow.com or on iTunes. 